Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance. The Clever Girls Know podcast is a podcast for women, offering a space for conversations around personal finance, business, life, and living. I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast, and you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And if you love what you listen to, head on over to iTunes and leave a review so that other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. I'd also love for you to stop by clevergirlfinance.com. We have new content on the blog multiple times a week. We have over 30 plus free courses. Plus, when you sign up for a course, you can talk to a Clever Girl Finance mentor for free to get encouragement, motivation, or if you just want to have an open, no shame, no judgment girl talk. Finally, check out our YouTube channel. Just search Clever Girl Finance on YouTube. And if you don't already follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Clever Girl Finance. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. So we are stepping into a new year soon in a matter of days, and this is a great time to set your money moves, to set your intentions, to step into 2021. And keep in mind that when it comes to making money moves, they're not just designated to the new year. You can make your money moves at any time for a new season, a new month, for a new day, but there's something exciting about stepping into a whole new year that makes people kind of shift their focus to what do I want to accomplish? What goals do I want to achieve? And so because of this momentum, because of this excitement, this is a great time to set your money moves, to set your money goals, your resolutions, etc. With each year, you have the opportunity to look at your finances through a new lens. And, you know, it's all about taking advantage of this new refreshed financial view and just readjusting and recalibrating your finances for an incredible year ahead. So let's get into 10 money moves that you should make or refresh if you've already made them for the next year. The first money move is to review your money goals, get out your financial goals, dust them off. If you haven't already created financial goals, it's a great time to do them. And you want to have financial goals that are short-term and long-term. You also want your goals to be specific, measurable, and tied to a timeline. So for example, let's say you want to save um, $20,000 for a down payment on a home. How much does this mean you have to save every single month? And by what time frame do you want to have that $20,000? So you want to have your goals be very clear and very specific. This way you can make actual progress or you can track the actual progress you're making towards your goals. And if you have to adjust your goal along the way because life is happening, etc., that is perfectly fine. But you want to have your goals in place as a guideline as you go through the year. Money move number two is to prepare for a tax time. So in the U.S., tax time isn't until April. However, it always ends up that it is a mad dash, a mad rush for so many people trying to gather documentation. And so the beginning of the year is a great time to get your documentation together and file your taxes early, especially if you've had a major life event like you got married or you got divorced or you had a baby, you started a business, etc. You want to make sure you have this documentation in place so that you can hand it over to your accountant or you have it available if you file your taxes by yourself. And this is also a great time to find the right professional, whether it's a, you know, a tax professional or an accountant so that you can ask questions or you can identify who's going to help you file your taxes. Money move number three, 
boost your emergency fund. So if 2020 has taught us anything, it is that life can be an unpredictable ride, but you can prepare for the unexpected by ensuring you have your emergency savings in place. And so prior to the pandemic, the typical recommendation was to have three to six months of expenses. But just given the unpredictability of this kind of health crisis, kind of pandemic, especially as it impacts the economy, it's ideal that you save as much more than that three to six months that you can. And so if you're able to save up to a year of your core expenses, that would be great. And if that 12 months is sounding intimidating, um, look at it this way. We're talking about your core essentials here. This is what you need to get by. This is housing, safe housing, your core utilities, electricity, water, internet. This is paying for medicines, paying for food, paying for transportation. And so when you look at these core expenses and then you take off everything else, all the other nice to haves, all the other fancy things that you don't really need if you're trying to just get through a difficult time, that number seems more attainable. And if it sounds really daunting, just focus on saving that first $1,000 or that first $1,500. And a great way to build up your emergency fund is by building your um, savings into your budget so that every time you get paid, you have um, money designated towards emergency savings. So if you are fortunate to be employed right now, you want to prioritize saving for emergencies. There are many people who are also unemployed right now, and so it can be impossible to save for emergencies. And so my advice to you would be that If you're unemployed, you have no emergency savings, but life comes up and you find yourself having to leverage debt, you can leverage debt intentionally. You can plan how much you're going to spend on debt so you minimize how much debt that you take on. And while you're waiting to find to get this job, while you're waiting, you know, to go through your interviewing process, etc., you can start to create your plan of attack to pay off this debt so that as soon as that money starts coming in, you can start aggressively paying down this debt and then focus on bulking up your emergency savings. But, you know, don't be discouraged, you know, if you're hearing me talk about emergency savings but you can't save right now you can plan right now. And that's incredibly important. So once that job comes in, as you're paying down that debt, build a line item into your budget to start making contributions towards emergency savings. It is possible to pay off debt and save at the same time. And it's all about being intentional. So I'm going to leave an article in the show notes that goes over exactly how you can pay off debt in a focused way and save in a focused way at the same time. Money move number four, Add to your retirement accounts or start contributing to retirement accounts if your employer offers one. So this is a great time to increase your contributions to retirement or start contributing to retirement. And if you already have a 401k or 403b in place and you're maxing it out, this is a great time to start that IRA, right? So look at your retirement account, review your your, um, contributions and see if there is an opportunity for you within your budget to increase how much you're saving. Saving for retirement might seem really far away, but it is so incredibly important for us because no one is creating a plan for you for your financial wellness in the future. Sure, the government talks about plans and things it'll have in place, but you cannot rely on that, especially if you want a certain quality of life. So prioritize, you know, putting money to retirement savings or starting that retirement account. Now is a great time. You can take advantage of time, compounding, earnings, dividends. You want to contribute to your future self's nest egg. Super, super important. Money move number five is to increase your income and to create multiple streams of income. Again, the uncertainty of the pandemic has really 
you know, solidified why we need to have multiple streams of income, why we need to be looking at ways to increase our income. And so ways you can increase your income are by finding a better paying job, asking for a raise, especially if you work for an employer or you work in an industry that is thriving during this pandemic because there are many companies and many industries that are currently thriving, getting a part-time job, looking at things you have in your home um, that you can sell, downsize to bring money in, your things, your kids' things, closet, kitchen, things like that, Um, starting a side hustle. You want to think about ways to increase your income and create multiple streams of income, um, especially given all the uncertainty. And that should just be a way of life, right? Having all these different streams. That way, if something happens to one stream, your income does not just go to zero. Money move number seven is to check your credit score. So as a result of the pandemic, fraud and identity theft have skyrocketed. And so you really want to keep your eye on your credit. And having a good credit score is part of your solid financial foundation. Um, Credit is your ability to take on debt. However, there are times where you want to leverage debt when it comes to buying major purchases that you may not be able to purchase outright, like purchasing a home, for example. And so you want to keep your eye on your credit. By federal law, you are entitled to a free credit report every year at annualcreditreport.com. But I don't think that checking your report once a year is enough. You definitely want to put on credit monitoring. There are you know, many banks that offer it for free, many credit card companies that offer it for free. There are many reputable platforms that offer credit monitoring. This way, you know what's happening on your credit. And if you don't need to leverage credit for anything anytime soon, you may also want to consider a credit freeze. I will put a link to another article below that explains how credit freezes work. But basically, they prevent any new lines of credit from being opened in your name because They prevent lenders from making inquiries and viewing your credit reports. And it's a great way to um, protect your credit. And then the event that you need to leverage credit to purchase a home, then what you can do is call the credit bureaus. This is who you set up the credit freeze with and ask them to unfreeze um, your credit. And they all have processes for how to do this. So you definitely want to keep an eye on your credit. Money move number seven is to automate your finances, especially if you have a lot of stuff going on. Automating your finances can make managing your money so much easier. Um, You can automate retirement savings. That's typically the easiest thing to do. And it's typically by default when you are employed um, by an employer who offers a 401k. You can automate certain bill payments, certain debt payments. Um, You can automate transfers to savings accounts on the day you know you're going to get paid. And this approach is easy for someone who has a consistent income. If you have an inconsistent income, it is still possible for you to automate, but you're going to have to schedule ahead of time. So it's kind of like faux automation. But if you know you're expecting some money to hit your bank account by a certain date, you can schedule an automated transfer for that day or for a few days after so that that money gets assigned to your savings or to that bill that you want to pay. Money move number eight, double check on life insurance, determine your life insurance needs. So life insurance is something that a lot of people don't like to talk about. It's morbid, it's tied to death, but it's really important, especially if you have dependents that rely on your income. So it's a good idea to determine if you need life insurance, what kind you need, and also update your coverage if you need to. When it comes to deciding what kind of life insurance you need, um, I'm going to leave another article in the show notes to help walk you through the different kinds of life insurance and how to determine to how to determine how to make the best decision for yourself. 
Okay, money move number nine is to create a budget as we step into the new year. And you guys knew I was going to talk about budgeting. (laughs) So it's money move number nine. And, you know, when it comes to budgeting, a lot of people create budgets for the year, create budgets for the quarter or for six months. I'm not a huge fan of that mode of budgeting because sometimes, many times people create these budgets and they just never check in. And so if you're going to take that approach, You definitely want to come back a few months before each month starts and check in on this budget, review this budget, adjust it as necessary. But you want to make sure that as you work on your goals, as you pursue these money moves, you have a plan in advance of each month and that plan is your budget. So if you're creating a long-term budget, if you're creating a month-to-month budget, you want to do that at least a few days before the beginning of the month and just adjust accordingly for any expenses that you know are coming through, for any expenses you know are being eliminated so that you can repurpose that money to other areas of your budget. Your budget is essentially you telling your money what to do. It's you being the boss. It is you setting the blueprints for your finances. And so it's really, really important. And remember, budgeting is not about perfection. It's about progress. It's about making steps towards your financial wellness, reviewing the budget, assessing your spending, assessing your expenses, readjusting, and then taking those lessons and applying them to the next month when you budget. And you also want to make sure that to successfully budget, you're checking in on your budget frequently. So I look at my budget every day. It only takes a few minutes and it keeps my mind on my money. (laughs) And that's really important. So don't just set it before the month starts, set it and then check in often. And finally, money move number 10 is to take care of yourself. So none of these money moves can happen if you are not in the right mindset, if you are stressed out, if you don't have the energy, if you don't have the strength to pursue your goals. Um, When it comes to achieving financial wellness, when it comes to the big things you want to do with your life and with your finances, it is a long journey, right? Um, We're not all going to win the lottery. (laughs) And so you want to make sure that you are mentally and physically prepared for this journey, for this road ahead. And that means prioritizing your self-care. And as I am giving you this advice, I am giving it to myself as well, because you guys know I've talked about struggling with self-care, especially this past year. And so prioritize taking care of yourself, prioritize your rest, prioritize your mental well-being, um, feed yourself well, and just, you know, make sure that you take care of yourself so that you can pursue these goals. You can go hard pursuing these goals. So yeah, those are my 10 money moves to take, to make (laughs) as we step into a new year. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening. Happy new year in advance. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and I hope you enjoyed it. If you've loved the episode, but you don't yet subscribe to the podcast, you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes and head on over to iTunes and leave a review so other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. Thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you on the next episode.